If you will, turn with me to Psalm 25. We're focusing on verses 12 and 13. But again, I'd like to keep it in context, so I'd like to read from 1 to verse 13. So if you'd rise, please, for the reading of God's word. A psalm of David. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Indeed, let no one who waits on you be ashamed. Let those be ashamed who deal treacherously without cause. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. Remember, O Lord, your tender mercies and your loving kindnesses, for they are from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to your mercy, remember me, for your goodness' sake, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord, therefore he teaches sinners in the way. The humble he guides in justice, and the humble he teaches his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth to such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my iniquity, for it is great. Who is the man who fears the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way he chooses. He himself shall dwell in prosperity, and his descendants shall inherit the earth. Father, we commit ourselves now to learning your word and obeying it and coming to your table with hearts joyful and humble, and we ask it in Jesus' name, amen. In verses 10 and 11, last week we saw that the way of the Lord or the paths of the Lord are according to mercy and truth. Always, all his ways are merciful and all his ways are uh, just and right and true. And these merciful and truthful ways are the ways of those who love his covenant, who love his law, and so are growing in humility. And one key way that humility is demonstrated, I believe, certainly, is by our submission. Submission means putting ourselves under another authority. So our humility is demonstrated when we submit to his law. And then sorrow and repentance when we are not submissive to his law, where we cry out like David, pardon my iniquity, for it is great. The Lord is pleased by contrite hearts, by humble hearts. Isaiah 57, 15 says, for thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, so he is the transcendent God we are coming before. So the high and lofty one says this, I dwell in the high and holy place with him and with him who has a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite. And praise God that he dwells with us at all, of course, and that he makes it possible for us to be sanctified and to grow in humility because we have been justified by faith in our Lord Jesus and indwelled by the Holy Spirit. He is the one who revives us. He is the one who gives us life when we, he gave us life when we were dead in our trespasses and sins. And he gets us back on the path of life because he is merciful and forgiving and he is full of grace. Isaiah 66, 2. Right before this, the Lord was uh, talking about the heavens and their glory and and, uh, basically he was saying, heaven and earth are mine, all all creation is mine. And then he says this to us, "But, but on this one, on this person, I will look. That is, this is the person who pleases me This is the one on whom I will look, on him who is poor, meaning humble, and of a contrite spirit, and who trembles at my word. 
A humble spirit trembles at the word of God. No one can say they are humble or are growing in humility who are not also submitting more and more to the holy word of God. So let each of us ask, let all of us ask the Lord to continue to change our hearts and to give us contrite hearts. And let's ask him to cause us to tremble at his word, to tremble that we would dare defy and disobey his perfect law and not submit to the one who died for us, who sacrificed his life for us to free us from bondage to sin. Ask him to help you to so love his law, his word, and all of his commandments that to turn from it would so grieve you that you would quickly and readily confess it, repent, and tremble even more at his word. To say like David in Psalm 119, verse uh, 112, I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever to the very end. This is like a vow to the Lord to be a word-centered person all the days of his life. Certainly that's by grace, but we can pray, we should pray that. I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever to the very end. And it is helpful in that kind of commitment. It is helpful, I believe, to read through, uh, when we're thinking about committing ourselves to be word-centered people, to read Psalm 119 slowly and meditate through it and ask the Lord to give you a heart like that for his word. He is pleased by such a request, dear family. The Lord loves his word, and he will honor a heartfelt request like that to make you a person of the word of God. Because you are trembling at his word and you fear to deviate from it, to turn from it at all. Psalm 51, 17 says, the sacrifices of God, that is the sacrifices that are acceptable to him, pleasing to him, are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. So we are acceptable to him through the most pleasing sacrifice of his son for us which we should daily recount. And in the power of the Holy Spirit, we are to come with contrite hearts, which means repentant hearts and sorrowful hearts um, for sin as we have done this morning already. Broken hearts, really, that we would disobey the Lord who loves us so. In these verses today, 12 and 13, we see in connection with the needed quality of humility that we talked about before, in order to walk the paths of the Lord, that we need to fear the Lord also. We need to walk in the fear of the Lord. Verse 12 says, who is the man that fears the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way he chooses. If you fear the Lord, you can be taught to walk in his way. He leads the humble in what is right. He teaches the humble his way, according to verse 9. And, you know, you can tell a person who fears the Lord, I think because the Lord teaches him or her his way. They are teachable. They are that is the way they choose. They desire that way, not the way that a person in the flesh would choose. Psalm 119, verse 120 says, David said, my flesh trembles for fear of you. I am afraid of your judgments. So all Christians, I believe, fear the Lord and his word at some level. All true believers, all those indwelled by the Spirit in some level. But they, we should never be content that that level does not change. It should be increasing. And to fear the Lord and to be humble and to walk in humility, I, I believe they're connected. I think they are part of the same character, the same heart. If we truly fear the Lord and we are in awe of his holiness and power and his love, <clears throat> it should humble us to realize that first of all, he saved us and he redeemed us in our sinful estate in order to make us a part of 
the people of God, a people for the glory of his name, a people who love him and his law more and more until someday we will love him with all our heart and soul and mind and strength. And the amazing blessing and promise to such people is verse 13. He himself, this person himself, shall dwell in prosperity and his descendants shall inherit the earth. The person who fears the Lord is walking in humility. Psalm 112, verse one and two. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. This is true generally to all the people of God who fear the Lord and walk in humility according to his word, which they do by grace, by the grace of God, and, and by active submission to the word of God, all by the power of his grace, that he would be glorified. He alone should be glorified, not us. So we, we are coming to this table, table of the Lord, because each of us and this congregation need sustaining grace to fear the Lord and his word and to walk in humility. It's not done in the flesh. And we see in the sacrifice of the Lord, we see in the elements in his body broken for us and his blood shed for us what true submission is and what humility is. And so may we come, dear family, now with humble and contrite hearts in the fear of the Lord, trembling at his word, which declares to us, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we come to you to commune with you and we praise you for your goodness that you would humble yourself <clears throat> by coming in the flesh to suffer and die and bear the just wrath of God upon us that we might be then redeemed and given eternal life. And Lord, we exalt you as the Holy One who dwells in the high and holy place and also with those who have contrite hearts and tremble at your word which is possible because you have called us and poured out your spirit into our hearts. Oh Lord, teach us to walk in the fear of the Lord and in humility, that we might prosper and that our descendants might inherit the earth, which we believe by faith. For we come in the name of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, our Savior. Amen.